0: The upcoming presentation is a two-man power trip of wrestling podcast production. You're listening to Eyes Up Here, the Queen's Extreme Podcast, starring the Queen of Extreme, Francine, exclusively on the two-man power trip of wrestling's podcasting empire. Let's get it going right here, right now. This is Eyes Up Here, the Queen's Extreme podcast episode number two. If you didn't know by now, my name is Chad. And as always, I'm joined here by my co-host, the hostess of this show. The hostess with the most. I was
1: going to say that. <laughs> I was going to
0: say the that. The one and only <laughs> Queen of Extreme, Francine. Francine, welcome back here to uh, Eyes Up Here. Eyes Up Here.
1: How are we today? We're a little tired.
0: Little tired, Dr- dragging.
1: Drinking some coffee, huh?
0: This is actually green tea. So I do green drink tea. my coffee. I got uh-huh. my coffee in the morning. I had two cups today.
1: Oh yeah.
0: <laughs> but I go green tea basically from about nine o'clock in the morning till about the early afternoon, just because it's something that keeps you occupied. You know, mm. green tea keeps the juices flowing, keeps you you know up awake. It's got caffeine in it, but the green tea it's a uh, it's a lifesaver for me.
1: You look very juicy, so yeah, I can understand.
0: Well, I appreciate just, that. It
1: keeps your juices flowing. It makes you look juicy.
0: Exactly. Green yeah, tea. Exactly does. Nice.
1: Okay. Yeah, I'm a little tired today, too, and I don't know why. Because I slept, but I feel like I haven't slept. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's a lot going on. A lot going on.
0: Well, it kind of, you know, I know uh, in the Northeast, it's, uh, it's finally feeling like fall now. So
1: cold out this morning. This morning
0: was cold.
1: (laughs) Oh, it was so cold. And my daughter fought me tooth and nail not to wear a jacket to school. And I'm like, listen, it's 48 degrees. Like, you need to wear a sweat jacket. It was so cold.
0: I love it.
1: And we had the air on last night, too. I secretly came downstairs and switched it off
0: because uh, <laughs> it
1: was cold. Yeah, it was all cold.
0: The eternal struggle of uh, heating and cooling within a uh, a family and a marriage, right? <laughs> yes,
1: it's never. He, if it, I think if it was up to my husband, he'd have the air on twenty four 7, 12 months out of the year. Yeah, he's he's always hot and sweaty.
0: Well, I keep a fan on all night long just because I like the yeah. white noise, but also that little bit of air that hits the face. I don't know. It's something about it that if I lost that or if I stay in a hotel or I'm somebody else's house, I don't get that comfortable night's sleep, that air blowing on me. Not necessarily cold, but I don't know something about it.
1: It's so funny you mentioned that because I was thinking the other day of people's rituals and what like people do when I go to sleep. I must have a T-shirt over my face. <laughs> uh okay. <laughs> like over my eye area like i tried the sleep mask right it doesn't work on me i need to have something big and i need to have it over my it, weird right but if i don't have that i can't fall asleep okay uh, yeah, like
0: are you what, are you secretly a bird? Don't the birds do that with the? Do
1: you put, they? You put,
0: they put the, the thing wings? over the bird cage. No, you put the uh, the 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 cloth the cloth over the bird cage, and the bird thinks it's nighttime. <laughs> it,
1: it's not so much to think that it's nighttime. I don't know if I like to feel something over me. At first, I was I wanted it to like be out in the room, like really dark. Right now, I don't know if it's like a calming thing, but as soon as I put that on me, I'm able to like rest and. I don't know. Like if I don't have it, I can't sleep. Hmm. It's so weird, but I was, I, it was weird. I was just, I was wondering the other day, I was like, maybe I should ask Chad, like, does he have any weird things he does like to go to sleep or like that he needs during the day? Maybe it's an OCD thing. I don't know. I don't know. What do you think? I think everybody's
0: got a form of OCD. I think everybody kind of has their own little quirks and their own little things that make them unique when it comes to bedtime. It's so everybody's got their own rituals. Everybody's got their own little things to get them comfortable. And me per se, I don't know if I have anything outside of just having the fan on me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, I know there are people that, that are like you that they need those certain little things to, to ensure they sleep through the night. But it, to me, it, for a while, I always had to bring my own pillow wherever I went. Okay. And I mean, you know, I know that's like what a 10 year old does, but no, it was just that. something about, you know, I just needed my pillow. But I kind of evolved out of that. I'll tell you what's weird. Okay, so this is kind of funny. So when I go to a hotel, I I leave hotels like nobody's business, right? <laughs> and I know, you know you've know you been in plenty of them. You uh-huh. had to go to something, I'm sure. In a normal circumstance, you wouldn't touch with a 100-foot pole. Similar situations, but not as severe as a, as a wrestler traveling the roads. I And I know sometimes people say the covers on the top are worse than the ones on the inside, right?
1: Oh, yeah. They okay. have like semen on them and yeah, disgusting yeah. stuff. So, Back
0: I, pull, like that. I pull the top back, right? I put the pillows up against the, the, you know, the the headboard. I wear a sweatshirt. I put the sweatshirt over my head, and I basically sleep with my arms folded like this because I steve hotel beds really? so much. Oh, it's the worst! It's it so bad. Yeah, I'm not that bad. I will.
1: I'm not that bad. And and if this is gross, but if it's freezing in the room for some reason, yeah, I use the top comforter and I know there's like disgusting skeevy things all over it, but, um, I, yeah, I'm cold. I, I need warmth.
0: One hotel though. I
1: don't
0: know. There's only one place where I've stayed in the bed comfortably with not an issue, and not a uh, not not a problem. I'm sure you probably know where I'm talking about. Was this <laughs> a I, travel lodge? No, it was the, no it was Disney World. I wasn't schemed out by. Disney <laughs> oh no.
1: no, Disney's great. Disney's clean. They 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 know what they're doing at Disney.
0: I had actually two really good night's sleeps in Disney World to the right. point where. I was up and at. I'm like, woof! I'm ready to start the day. Let's get rolling, folks. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. Well, I, Quit, I, I, over I do. Head.
1: I do have a big uh, Disney update, but um, we'll do that uh, after our guest. I just okay. want to real, real quickly um, just let everybody know. I did go to the doctor uh, last week because today's Monday. I keep having to remind myself what day and it I is. I
0: appreciate <laughs> it because <laughs> I forgot. But it it's Monday, everyone. It took me a um, second. I'm like, what day is today?
1: It well. <laughs> It's Monday in our world, like, Monday. like we say here, yeah. uh, eyes up here. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, the thing is, I, I need, I've said this before, they said I need to get the mesh done. Um, the doctor put his finger in my belly button and pushed so very hard and felt my hernia that my stomach hurt for the rest of the day. He, I mean, he was like in there moving around and I was oh, just like, man. "Oh my god, this is killing me." Um but yeah, he could feel the hernia, so the other surgeon needs to figure out uh I'm pretty sure I'll have to get the mesh over that, but I think we've decided there were two types of mesh I could use. And I'm my God bless my husband. I I was crying the whole time because like this has just been so emotional for me and I just want it over with but he was really listening to what the doctor was saying and there's two types of mesh you could use one of them you're more prone to um infection and if you get the infection they have to remove the, the whole piece of mesh because it's going to be it's going to cover my whole abdominal region right um this the other option is to get a piece that um, kind of, there's no risk of infection and it kind of uh, blends in with your abs and it forms like a barrier. It's not as strong as the other one, but I asked the doctor if we could do like a two-ply, if we could like get two of them and put them on top of each other. And he said that was an option. I think that's what I'm going to go with. So now I'm just waiting for him to talk to the other surgeon and we're going to set a date. And I'm praying for October. Um, October is a big month uh, for breast reconstruction with the cancer and everything. So they are priority cases. Um, But he's going to try to fit me in because the pain is just like ridiculous. So uh, I don't know the terminology. I wasn't really listening. I just kind of heard bits and pieces because I was just like, oh, but um, I think that's what we decided to do.
0: Yeah. And, you know, and I don't we didn't really get a chance to cover it. And I don't know, you know, how much you've shared with people out there. So I don't know if anybody outside of, you know, maybe your live stream or whatever, know truly what you've gone through over the last few years. And I know it's been really tough for you. So I'm sure having to go through another procedure is probably not something to ever look forward to. But hopefully, you know, Mm -hmm. gets you on the mend and gets you kind of, you know, headed in the right direction to overcome your, uh, you know, your problem
1: yeah i hope so too and um he did mention he was talking to a surgeon in new york about me um and that surgeon i don't know the name of it again i was like weeping the whole time yesterday because my nerves have been so bad but I, i he did mention that there was um because of the opium epidemic and the narcotics and there there is a pill that's out there um that's, like, not not classified as a drug. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's considered homeopathic, but um, he's been giving it to some of his patients because I have a problem um, with, like, taking Percocet or Dilaudid or it makes me sick to my stomach. And, like, the first time I was literally um, dry heaving, which made the separation because, like, oh, right yeah. after I came out, I got so sick. right. And dry heaving is worse than throwing up, like throwing up. Oh, you feel better. No, I just kept,
0: it was prolongs it. And it gives those muscles the ability to contract more.
1: Exactly. And they, they popped. And so it was making me sick to my stomach. Um, So we're trying, I think we're going to try that instead of taking like a Percocet. And hopefully that will help me with my nausea, uh, any pain that I have and, um, I don't know. This is the third time, so I'm trying to do different things that didn't work the first two times. Right. And um, so that that's the update for that. So uh, you know, if everybody could just uh, prayer or well wish for me, I'd appreciate
0: it. Oh yeah. Now we're we're definitely praying for you. That's I know. Thank you. You you know how much it hurts.
1: It's so yeah. It's so exhausting and it hurts. And I just I just want to be. Oh, our guest just texted me. She uh, has to go to the bathroom. So we'll just chat for a couple
0: minutes. <laughs> okay.
1: Uh, yeah, this is crazy. Um, yeah, I just want it to be over. I just want to be able to, like, move around without pain. I want to cough or sneeze without any pain. Like, yeah. I, it's always, like, this tearing, you know? And it's, I'm over it.
0: Ugh, terrible.
1: Yeah, so... Um, So, hopefully, that'll work. So, we'll see. I'm waiting for a call back, but I'm trying to be optimistic and uh, hopefully, third time's a charm. So, we'll. We'll see what happens.
0: Yep. Praying, thoughts, prayers. Everybody get down, you know, light a candle. Do whatever get we can Get down do.
1: on your knees and give us <laughs> some prayer hands, everybody. If I have you're... to be ready for Disney, Chad. That's right.
0: You do. You do. I Absolutely. Yeah.
1: I can't, I can't walk around Disney, you know, with drains hanging out of me, so I need to get it done now. Hey,
0: I got to say, though, if you have to get pushed around Disney, you might have some priority line access, you know. So, But I
1: can't go on any rides. Ah,
0: true. I, okay, wait, wait. How about we well, let's – when they go on the ones that you don't like, you can go get the priority access for them. And then you scoot away, uh, you know, oh, I got to wheel away. <laughs> I,
1: I would just be riding the people mover like 72 times because that's the only you know, thing no I can handle. No problem with that.
0: No problem with that <laughs> whatsoever.
1: Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so just uh, –
0: and again, it's a cool thing about doing this show is we get to be along for the ride with you. And I say cool for us just because, again, like we said in the preview episode for for the podcast, this is being a part of your life. It's and real life. This is your life. <laughs> look, we could do every show and you can't mention a thing. We That's what we could be doing, but you're sharing this with us. And I think that's a real cool perk to uh, listening to the show and being a part of this experience as we grow it.
1: Yeah. I mean, as a fan of anything, whether it be wrestling, uh, you know, actors, um, whatever i am always intrigued by their private life um you get to really connect with somebody a little better one-on-one and um you know i just i'm putting it out there so um i think that's what makes this show different than the other ones and hopefully people like it i don't yeah know.
0: Hey, and I'll tell you what, as we're getting ready for the guests to uh, to join us here in a minute, one of the perks that you can have by joining the brand new Eyes Up Here Patreon page is you get yeah. to see all of this stuff in video form to include a little bit of the extra stuff, a little bit of the pre-production that goes on uh, as we're kind of chopping this together because as you, if you're listening to this, there might be a magic appearance by when the guest comes on. But now when you have the video and you sign up to the Patreon page that our queen put together for everybody... I did.
1: I did it all press. by myself. How about that? It I am. Pressed. I. I am. Look, I. am not going to sit here and put myself over, but I am not savvy. Anybody who watches YouTube, my my live streams, there's hiccups every single week, and I'm just like, I don't know what to do. I'm trying to fix it. This thing, it was pretty simple, you know. Yeah. And but I'm just proud that I did it myself because I don't know how to do anything, so.
0: Impressed the hell out of Yay, me. me. impressed Yay, the me. hell out of me. I was sitting oh. there, shocked, floored, amazed, imp- impressed, Look. and and also relieved because I tend to have to do a lot of stuff for all the other podcasts. So this was like taking a load off my back. Like uh, you know, I
1: I am here <laughs> to make your life easier. That's Chad.
0: fantastic. I'm
1: That's very fantastic. very easy to work with. I will help as much as I can. Um, and yeah, I, i like to do, I like to get things done. Like I don't just like to sit here and oh yeah, we'll do it next week. No, I'm going to get on there and I'm going to do it. And that's what I did. So I did it. So I
0: think we like to use the phrase go getter. How about that? Go getter. (laughs) I'm a go getter. That's true. (laughs) That's true.
1: Yes, I am. All right. Well, um, let me see if, uh, She's still in the bathroom.
0: Okay. Okay. Hey, well, I'm not asking any questions.
1: Uh, neither am I. <laughs> I mean, what you, you do you. I don't – TMI. I don't know what you're doing in there, but uh, it's all good. But, um, hey, you
0: know, uh, just as we're talking about it, as we're waiting for the guests to jump on here, you know, that one of the cool things about having the video access to, uh, to the show via Patreon is, like I said, you get to see what we kind of do before we get rolling. And this is, I think, a huge perk that I don't know if many people open up that – back door or the curtain so to speak when it comes to wrestling to let people in kind of know how pre-production is going on and (laughs) you and i were kind of having a heart to heart before we uh, we got rolling so that's a perk for the the patreon uh page uh, when you sign up at uh patreon.com i believe it's uh slash so there you go there
1: you go there you go so i just sent our um our guest the um link she should be clicking it so chad uh let me know You got it?
0: I'm waiting. Okay. So,
1: So, um, this guest is not only beautiful, but she is a trendsetter in the world of professional wrestling. I look up to her so much. I finally got to meet her at StarCast. I'm so excited to talk to her today about her new project and her career. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to Eyes Up Here, Medusa. There she is. You look beautiful. It's called... (laughs)
2: Um, fake eyelashes
1: look at Um, you pulling out the eyelashes what babe who cares you look beautiful Mm. i'm so happy to have you here um and i'm gonna i'm gonna get into your story in a minute but i just want to say something real quick because i find this so adorable and Mm. i said it on medusa's podcast i don't know if you didn't listen to that it's new when I was just getting into wrestling and training, Medusa was, uh, I believe, a Lund- a lunder blaze at the time. She was doing a morning radio show in Philadelphia, and I called into the show, and I asked her how I can gain weight because I was training to wrestle, and um, she was just like, eat a lot of rice and then they cut me off and i was like thank you And I on the phone. eat a lot of rice wow. eat a lot of rice rice makes you gain weight so i was a fangirl back then and um now i'm i can call her a friend of mine so i think i i love just how this business is it's so crazy so oh, crazy isn't
2: great
1: i love it hey i love lunch
2: it Deuce, what's
1: that? what are you eating <laughs> some spinach
2: carrots blueberries look at that you know
1: too healthy i'm going to eat a peanut butter and jelly when this is all done i love
2: PBJs, man
1: that's that's my deal um okay so where do you want to start do you want to start with who trained you just for people who don't know how'd you Uh, get into the business um i want to get
2: back to the rice
1: how did it work? <laughs> uh, it, uh, it it really didn't because I didn't really eat it as much as you told me to. <laughs> but, yeah,
2: Joyce, when I went over to Japan, that's all I had. Well, there was other things. So when I was first there and I sat down at the table and they have this square plate. And on the plate, it has like eight different little compartments. And you open it, you pick it up, you look at it. Well, the main one looked kind of big, which is about as big as the palm of my hand. And I opened it up and I thought I was going to get so excited because I was so freaking hungry. And there was a fish head staring at me with the oh, eyes. Oh, Right? I'm like, how am I going to do this? I just signed like a three year contract. And oh my God, I got to eat this shit for the rest of my freaking. <laughs> so, so I ate rice and I gained. I think I went up to. 185.
1: Oh wow. I was well, I was 110.
2: What? I was 1. What your one boob is 110?
1: <laughs> no, when I started, when I started, I was 110 pounds, You're and I just, I no, and I, I, I the, the most I got up to was 117, and I ate whatever I wanted. Wet. That was in a shower. Yeah, probably, but I, uh, I ate whatever I wanted. I didn't diet and I could not gain an ounce. My metabolism was just so now, forget it. Now I'm like, whatever, but, um,
2: you know what? So I was just thinking, so this is, this is cool. This is your new podcast, by the way. Congratulations. Thanks. I love the live version because all your guests that have to go to Patreon. Is that right?
1: Uh, the, the fans can come to, well, it's free on audio, but if they want to see this video, they'll go to Patreon.
2: That's what I'm saying.
1: I, they, yeah. they all want to see, they all want to watch me freaking eat. So come on. <laughs> they do. <laughs> I'm, I'm intrigued by the way you're eating. I can stare at you all day. In, in fact, we might just do this for, we might just have 24 seven webcam. It
0: is kind TV. of tough to not watch when you're eating it. I mean, it's, it's nothing even about what you're It's just, it's, it's funny to focus on one thing. <laughs> she's
1: just, she's just eating okay, her healthy food. It in my teeth nah you're fine who cares you're still eating <laughs> you're still eating even if you pick it out it'll go right back in so just keep eating right. um and so my training yes i
2: was um going i was gonna go i was going to school to be a nurse okay yeah We'll figure so i was going to school to mend bones and then i ended up breaking them
1: breaking you know? them that's right
2: <laughs> and then i um a girlfriend of mine was dating this guy who was a Hollywood stunt coordinator. He, um, His name was Kai uh, Kai Michelson out of Minnesota. And he introduced me to Ed Sharkey out of Minnesota. I'm from Minnesota. Okay. Um, yeah, you betcha. And so, and then it just, yeah, it just, it just happened from there. I mean, it was crazy. I was like, I never dreamed about being a wrestler. And, and nowadays you see all these girls like, you know, I want to be a wrestler and all the little ones grow up and that's all they ever wanted to do. And I just fell into it. Really. Mm -hmm. It's not something I planned on like today where it is so nice because wrestling has evolved so much and what we have done, um, all the way from the past, from the very first women and every era had its, you know, had its niche, had its place and it made it what it is today. Every single person that's been involved has made it what it is today. Right. So I just watch what um, it has become today because now little girls and boys are like, they dream of being a pro wrestler like they used to back in my day saying, hey, I want to be a nurse or a police officer, you know.
1: Right. Well, how old were you? How old were you when you started? I don't know. My 20s somewhere. Okay.
2: Yeah. My 20s and then. I started doing independence and lived on the road, lost everything. Didn't get paid for three years from the independence. Oh, uh, um, nothing. My, lived in my car, lost, it, I mean, blah, blah, blah.
1: You know, the old, whole home story. Yeah. She's Louise. Okay. Like,
2: what the hell, I had a few come to Jesus talks with myself saying, oh, what the hell am I doing? I was going to school. I had a nice car um i had a bank account she, by that time i lost everything and then they came and got my damn car because i was living in my car and then, and then i was didn't have anywhere to go and then i got a call from wahoo mcdaniel in awa okay and he asked um, this is wahoo from virgin from awa and uh you want to wrestle sherry Martel?" I'm
1: like oh shit yeah! Awesome. Okay, so that's when things started to turn around for you.
2: And then it just yeah.
1: hmm Nice. And then how long after that did you get the call to go to Vince?
2: Oh, it was intermittent in and out doing different things. Okay. Uh, you know, let's see. Independence AWA. Um, came back from Japan. Um, from AWA went to Japan for three years, came back, signed with WCW. Right, that they
1: were first, okay
2: Yeah, WCW is first, and then I went to WWF and then
1: then I went back to WCW and then I retired. Yeah, that's what it was. You didn't retire, Terry Funk. You're you're just ah! a little-
0: Hey, Medusa, <laughs> Hey Medusa! you know, what was it like, though, to to be called to come in and wrestle Sherry Martel Because it ended up really you kind of bridged the gap between Sherry and then your era and beyond, because really, I think when people think about women's wrestling in the 80s, they think Sherry Martell. And then when they think of women's wrestling in the U.S. in the 90s, they think of you. So do you think when you got that call to face Sherry that you'd be uh, ending up looking like a trailblazer yourself down the road?
2: well i knew that when i got into wrestling i just i don't do things half-assed so i knew that hey if i was going to walk away from nursing i'm going to do something so i did my diligence and checked the whole wrestling scene out and said wow i got to change this if i'm going in this i got to change this i got to change this crap right i gotta put a little glamour in there and do some stuff and blah 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 but so when i did go in there I started wearing different clothing than the women from the Sherry Martel days back. And what they did is they had these um, shoestrings that were this long and they would sew them inside of the bathing suit where the legs were. And they would go inside the bathing suit and they would sew these long shoe strings all the way around their legs. And then they would tie them so tight underneath and then they would tuck them underneath because God forbid any of... Your butt cheeks
1: showed, right? Oh, and that was that was
2: against that was that was against, yeah, that was that was bad back then. And I, and here I come. I'm like, shit. Here I come, and I got this lace crap, and I got the tea bags coming on, and I thought was gonna be the <laughs> That's it. And I'm like, well, I really don't want to turn into that. And I, but because I, nothing against anything. I was like, I'm a wrestler, damn it. But I got to throw some sexism in here, right? so i did that and boy sherry she ignored me she wouldn't go over the spots with me she slammed my my fingers in the door (gasps) oh my god but sherry i mean at the end of the day at the end of her life man i mean we were best friends i mean not when i say best i mean we were good friends and um i think i was the only woman there at her funeral from the business. Oh wow! Yeah. And so so and, so and so was Jake. I think yeah, Jake and Marty and I think Booker. I'm not. I think Booker was
1: there. So not, it was a jealousy thing in the beginning. You think? And no, she, she was, was scared.
2: Here comes this new girl from nowhere, shaking shit up.
1: Mm-hmm. And she was
2: scared. You know?
1: Wow, I didn't of, know that. It
2: was, it was kind of like when I was in WCW, and the shift was changing from wrestling to beautiful women. You know, I mean, we're talking all of a sudden it started happening and I was like, "Okay, time is changing. This is uh, this isn't my time. This isn't me. I choose not to wrestle this. And so it's time for me to retire. And that's when I retired in 2001, because when they started making me, you know, do the barbecue matches and all the other crap, I was like, you know, I just I just want to beat people up. You know, I just want to wrestle. I want to have a good match. I want stories. I want, but I don't want it to involve someone ripping off my uh, clothes.
1: Understood. <laughs> my um, let me,
2: clothes. my let,
1: clothes. Let me ask you a question. So there's a video out uh, of a promo that was shot uh, for ECW television of you and Sherry Martel at a hotel. Yeah. Exchanging words. Yeah. Sherry gets up and leaves, or did you leave? And one of you are screaming at the other one. Why did why didn't that angle happen? Did you sign, and you couldn't you couldn't work for us? Is that what happened? Mm.
2: I went to WWF
1: So what was that ninety three ish? Ninety
2: three ish, yeah. Okay, because I what s- to go to ECW so bad.
1: Yeah, and that video that video is out there, and it's it's a, it's a great. It's great if Chad I don't know if you've ever seen it but it's
0: I haven't seen it in a long time I know what you're talking about but I have not seen it in a very very long time
1: oh yeah well, totally believable a few words <laughs> it was great it was great and I that would have a story been story for you on that one okay well, please
2: that's the first day I believe when I have a picture of her Tamra Sitch uh-huh when she she was there and she had no makeup on her blonde hair innocent as hell young and i remember she came straight up to me and said i want to be just like you someday you know Aww. and i'll never forget that she and i looked at her and said girl
1: mm.
2: <laughs> thank you but
1: mm. well that's flattering doing.
2: she was I, yeah i mean yeah she was very innocent then oh. and and, uh, are she, you saying
1: she's not innocent now? Oh,
2: are, are any of us?
1: <laughs> no. <laughs> no, but uh, I, I mean, get it.
2: We all, we've all had our, you
1: know. Yes, all. we have. But we're 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 going to divert from that, and uh, I want to talk about uh, your project, and I know you want to talk about your project. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've
2: always got lots of projects,
1: but anyway. Well, let's, let's talk about the big one that this we one discussed
2: right here. My personal revolution. So after I get done yeah, shoot that
1: blueberry up and uh, let's go. Uh,
2: so my personal revolution is some is a project that I've been working on for some time. And what it first started as is my biography. Well, I've been writing that for 20, 25 years. And <clears throat> every time I go to publish my book, something wonderful happens. I'm like, oh, okay, I can't publish that yet because I want to put this in it. This is part of my life and story. So that happened three times. So finally I've added quite a few things. And if you think about it with about 18 years of pro wrestling, excuse me, and about 18 years of monster trucks, how do you combine 32 years in one book, right? You don't. So I have, um, come up with, how I'm going to come up with my book, which is remarkable. It is freaking fantastic, and that is finally going to launch probably next year. Okay. So, that being said, I thought, well, documentaries are kind of happening, and it would be a great marketing tool to help uh, jumpstart and bridge over to, you know, help market the book. So, with the docu series. Um, that we put together it was just a fundraiser trailer it's not a trailer that's finished it's the projects not finished we've we've got to have funds to do the project and if anyone knows putting you know big you know film whatever together is not cheap but you can Mm -hmm. get by with certain things Um, so I've been working with a gentleman named Jason and they put together him and his team put together quite a few other little docu-series web series And they've won awards in all these great different placements excuse me for the web series. And so I was introduced to him from Leilani Kai. And I love her to death. That's another whole story. And um, so him and I've been working on this project for a while. So it finally came to fruition. We put it up on Indiegogo and it is my personal revolution Uh, check it out i think there's like 40 days left and the perks are amazing and um, it'll help people be a part of this story and this story is not only a little girl that has overcome so many so much trauma as a child and i mean a lot and from trauma through her teens into young adult into this almost 40 years of entertainment and all the adversities that she's gone through and still held it together gosh never went to jail (laughs) never you know decided on the drug factor never been there's so many avenues that I chose to do that I backed up on and totally chose other paths that it is an amazing story it's an amazing tragedy to triumph um, heroic like story to help motivate and educate people of what to do and what not to do and if you do it this is what does happen how to overcome really bad childhood trauma um, and have to face a few things that um, that I've kept Very private my whole life. I've been a very private person, and then all of a sudden, this damn internet shit started. So, (laughs) yeah. And then you know, and then you become more vocal, of course. So um, I'm putting it out there. Um, It's it's a six part series of the docu series web series, Mm. and it's pretty amazing. Wow. Yeah, it'll be pretty cool. I mean, the stuff that's in the fundraiser trailer. I don't know if you've seen it. Yeah, but there's a part in there where a little girl um who was re reen- the reenactment her name was riley her name is riley she plays me as a little girl and spit an image of me i was like wow we will got to hire her oh my god perfect right so um <coughs> she did a great job and that moment when we put that together it it was one of the most hardest things I had to do and sit there and talk about it, relive mm-hmm. a situation and just had to have a come Jesus talk with myself and then tell my family and, you know, mother and say, hey, I'm putting this out there and it's putting it out. But it's not about you. It's about me. It's yeah. not about you or anybody else in, in, in my life. I mean, it's about this story that this girl had to overcome. I shouldn't even be here right now. Wait, wait if, with Amazing. this story, if we come up with our funds, either way, if we do or don't, I'm still going to finish it. And somehow, some way, it may take longer. But I, there's uh, just unbelievable moments in my life, even through my career, that I shouldn't be here. So I'm very wow. really lucky, thankful. Um, I mean. The people that come in our life are like seasons, you know. Sometimes they change and they need to go onward. And I've had a lot of um, people that I've learned in my in this industry that were not my friends, and yeah. I lost a lot. And I've never voiced it, I've never expressed it, I never shared it. So it's a pretty cool stool story where you just a a girl overcomes all of this and at the end you're like oh yeah you know yes oh and then I want to brag about the music oh my god so the music is gonna be a soundtrack and it's part of the perks and the people there's two there's a couple different artists and the artist right now that you hear in the fundraiser trailer is freaking the rapper is amazing it's Riley's dad oh wow yeah it's just like what a fit it was
1: perfect. <laughs> okay
2: yeah and then nomad and lola uh, amazing husband and wife duo he's from cuba and mm. i just love to hand pick people of diversity you know and just help all of us collaborate and come together it makes such an amazing beautiful team to think outside the box and give other people chances and exposure you know right and to help them grow to something else so this so is an amazing soundtrack.
1: When I think of Medusa or Alundra Blaze, I think of this this tough bitch who doesn't take any crap from anyone. And then hearing you talk about this project, everybody is going to get to see a different side of you that hasn't been shown before, which is very appealing to our fans because everybody likes real life, you know what I mean? Well, and they has a-
2: we, right right we right he has a story we all have a story
1: and that's what but yours is. hasn't been told you've been around for for a long time and yours hasn't been told so i think a lot of people are going to be interested in this project so
2: what they need to know though too is that it's not a tattletale this is not about for me to throw people under the bus or you know hey you did this or hey this road story and i'm gonna tell you about this person i have a lot of them freaking stories sure but that's not what this is about this is not what this buyer biography is going to be that's not what this um docu web series is going to be it is freaking the twist on it is amazing now when i was going to come out with my book in 2001 um i did write about this but i don't mention the person or anything i remember getting a phone call saying if you put me in your book i'm gonna sue you Ugh. yeah that kind of stuff and i'm like wow you just gave me more
1: fuel i know right. no,
2: <laughs> names, no names no 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 you
1: don't have to say what you say what you're comfortable with here i don't force anybody to talk about anything but i i do find oh, it no, interesting not, here,
2: not anywhere not in the book not in the Bible. yeah it's gonna be mentioned
1: no like at this stage in the game like for me i i just don't feel like burying people is is right. a cool thing to do like what, what's it gonna do for me it's not gonna do anything so no, I, I just don't do it.
2: <laughs> I don't think it really gets you ahead. No, I don't think, I don't think it really um, jumpstarts anything. In fact, I think it may put you back a few notches. You know? Makes
1: you look like a petty person. So petty,
2: you, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
1: I think you uh, you have risen above, and I'm very very excited for this project. Tell us again uh, what where they can help you out.
2: Well, you can go to Indiegogo. Okay. Revolution Medusa, and you can just look at all the perks on there and just take your break. And if you can, all I ask you guys to do is help share, um, spread the word on social media. And that that's great too. I mean, that's good love. Yeah. And what what
1: is your handle on Twitter so they can come and see what you're uh, talking about?
2: Well, Medusa underscore rocks, which is M-A-D-U-S-A. Got it. And uh, Medusa on Facebook, Medusa on uh, Instagram, just, just yeah.
1: Okay. So what I'd like to do, this is only our second real episode. I did it with, with Sandman. He was our guest uh, last week. I like cool. to kind of end.
2: How's
1: he doing? He's wonderful. He was Good. vaping the whole time. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's awesome. <laughs> uh, I like to end on a high note. Do you have a funny story that you're comfortable with sharing that could pop our listeners? Something to leave them with that, they can say, well, that produces a funny ass chick or <laughs> something. Well,
2: I mean there was this time.
1: Yes. At band, band Camp. In band camp <laughs> and
2: uh, it almost it parallels to that. But I was oh no, because it's kind of personal, but it's I don't know. Is it fair? Mm,
1: nobody's watching, it's just me and Chad. <laughs> yeah. Nobody's watching. Yeah, right. But it's also- <laughs> <laughs>
2: no i can't i mean it was so fun. it's in my book but i don't know how to share it now
1: do you have something that you can without pissing anyone off just anything that's funny
2: well my stories everything that i've seen and heard remember my time would probably piss a lot of people off so
1: <laughs> okay um, uh, any good ribs that were pulled that you remember anyway ribs backstage hmm.
2: Absolutely. So
0: there you go. Um,
2: so we would take the boots of the girls because we had the real, you know, the boots back then that came up to your knees or whatever. And um, and I did glue either uh, it was birth of Face. I super glued birth of Face shoes to <laughs> the floor. It was either Luna's or Bertha Face. I can't remember.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, that's mild compared to some of the things I've heard well there's a
2: lot of things
1: it, it gets just worse just
2: nasty things they're just bad i mean back in my era it, it was horrible i mean we would ride on the airplane and be all of us dudes right of dudes and one dudette <laughs> and, um, right. and, uh, uh, and then all i would see is them all passing out for other reasons not just because they were tired sure and and um I I would always stay awake. I could never sleep on an airplane. My eyes would be like this, watching these guys. I'm like, oh my god. Were you, that, were you afraid that?
1: Were you afraid you'd lose an eyebrow? Well,
2: they'd, they'd save <laughs> eyebrows and stuff like that. Uh huh. But then they would paint and lipstick, put makeup on the guys. They'd put. they back in the day in the airplanes, they had in the bathroom. They had little Kotex boxes, right? So they'd open up all the Kotex boxes, rip off all the strips, and they'd put the Kotexes all. Over uh. the eyebrows
1: very mature bunch of uh Classic. gentlemen here Classic. yeah hey, that was back then
2: and who knows what they do now i don't
1: you know I don't uh know. yeah we we weren't uh ecw didn't have a lot of ribs going very minimal um what yeah we, there there wasn't a lot of rivers like i don't know i think we were we, we were lucky in that aspect we didn't really mess with anybody so
2: i hear stories though what was it like working
1: with BCW? oh my god it was the best it was the it was the it sounds so corny but i say it all the time it was such a family like we generally loved each other you know what i mean and we were just talking about it on the other episode like to this day we're still all close we're still touring we're like the what do they call us the extreme team and we're still all touring together like 20 years later. Like it's, it's crazy. We've kept in touch and did it you was,
2: get
1: paid? I did, um, there, See, there I were, talk
2: about it now, Oh yeah. Yeah. I,
1: I've talked about this. There was a stretch where we did not get paid the checks. E- e- either you got paid and the check bounced or there was just not a check for you. Right, right. But for like 10, I think 10, 10 weeks, there was nothing. It was like Christmas time. There was no money. Like it was it was really, really bad. But when I went to Paul and I discussed it with him, he gave me all the money I was owed, plus all the bounce check fees. So he made up for that. But I did not get I was still owed about fifty thousand dollars in the uh, the bankruptcy lawsuit, which I never got. I don't think any of us got any money for. Ask you, ask
2: right
1: now he's making good money <laughs> yeah i'm sure hey, paul, <laughs> let me give him a call you, I'm
2: sorry <laughs> look
1: i i i have never badmouth paul because without paul there'd be no freezing. i would never i love
2: paul to death
1: are you mm-hmm. no nope,
2: i wouldn't either
1: no there's you. no there's no reason to i mean yeah the money i i could use it but i mean <laughs> you know it is what it is everything <laughs> happens for a reason i i'm here because I'm supposed to be here and it all worked out for me. So no hard feelings.
2: Well, yeah, that's not the route I wanted to take. I was being funny with Paul, but um, I love Paul. I've had some great um, runs with Paul, of course. Oh yeah, I know that. I I owe a lot to Paul, absolutely. He's always going to be my guy, you know, my guy, my go-to. You're
1: a Paul Heyman girl.
2: Oh, well, that too. There you go. Yes. Well, yeah. So you were, were you the first
1: girl in ECW? No, no. There what? were there. Were, well, Sherry was there when I went. Oh,
2: she and was there
1: first. She was there, and like Sherry, I loved her. Like I, I wanted to be Sherry Martel. Like I loved her so much. And I remember meeting her at the arena that night, and she scared the hell out of me because she came over and we started talking, and she was telling me about her trips to Japan. Mm-hmm. And how she would get all drunk. And she's like, I don't even remember what we did in the ring. And then <laughs> and then she's like, and so when me and you work, and I'm just like, oh, my God, are you going to be drunk? Like, I'm 20 years old. I don't oh, know God. what's going on. <laughs> you know? Oh, <laughs> but that was. fan was great, boy. Yeah. She, she, told, she told me some loud. stories. But that was the only night I ever talked to her. Because after that night, she went to WCW. And she did the Harlem Heat thing. And oh, right. never got to work with her. I met her one time. Yeah, and then she so came up there and her
2: and I had
1: an angle. Yeah. Yeah. So, but she was in. She was with Shane Douglas before I was. She was his manager before me.
2: I didn't really. I didn't
1: Yeah.
2: Say. Yeah.
1: So who else was there before her? Um, there were. I think oh, Luna well, was,
0: Luna was there for a cup of coffee.
1: Luna was there when I was there. Though okay. she came in when I was already there. Uh, Sandman's wife. At the yeah. time peach her name was peaches and uh uh who else was there um there was a girl named Tigress. uh there was a girl named uh angel amoroso who i had my tryout match with um i'm trying to think yeah i don't i don't know
2: i just thought there was other w- but what about Dreamer's wife? Wasn't he, she there?
1: She came a year and a half after I was there, but she oh, got okay. on TV before me. Oh, okay. I knew <laughs> there were women, yeah. Yeah, the the girls that I mentioned, like, the only one that kind of hung around was Peaches, Sandman's wife, and then she yeah. eventually left. But then it was, like, me and Bueller were, like, the two girls that right. kind yeah, of, you the know. Two,
2: you're the only two I really remember, and then... There was
1: intermittent other women. That I think a mm-hmm. woman came in. Nancy. It was like, yeah, Nancy. I'm sorry, Nancy. Oh my God, how did I forget Nancy? She was there because she was married to Kevin Sullivan. How did I forget her? I loved Nancy. Oh
2: no.
1: Yeah, You're she right. was there. She was yeah. great. Uh, Nancy was there before me, uh, and she was there after me for a little, and then she left and went to WCW too. Yeah. Um, you know, everybody was getting the call with the big bucks, but um, yeah, we had we had a revolving door well but
2: let me tell you compared to us <laughs> no
1: i don't know that's what i heard
2: well they slowly came hey let me tell you from what you made before and then going to wcw and if they offered you five, you know seventy five thousand, then okay that right real money back then
1: right yeah. But, but the
2: dudes, they got, you know, one point two million. Oh, I know.
1: I know. But I like guess what? I, I never wanted to leave. Like I, I would have I'd still be there. I'd probably be the ticket lady at this point, trying to help <laughs> sell tickets. Like I never
2: you'd be the, the cart
1: greeter. <laughs> I would. I would do whatever. Like I, I always wanted to, to work there. So um I wish I wish we would have had a chance to work together. I think that would have been so fun.
2: Oh yeah, I would have put some clothes on your
1: ass. I know, right? <laughs> I had to get over somehow, honey. But, you know, oh I was just, come on. That's the way. Smart. <laughs> but anyway, I'm not going to hold two you. Great kids. I do. I, I no, my life is wonderful. Don't get me wrong. I'm like I said, I'm I'm right where I'm supposed to be right now. So right.
0: how
2: old are they now? Ten and seven. Oh my god, how old are you? I'm forty-seven. Oh, you look great.
0: <laughs>
1: Chad's going to be thirty-seven, and he feels like he's an old man. Old man. What? At thirty-seven.
0: Old man. Killing not, me. Not liking it at all. Even he's one upset. single second.
2: I, I could have birthed your ass.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and you can still beat my ass, so you got to right.
1: Don't mess <laughs> with Medusa. I been beating your ass is as I birthed you. That's birthed great. You. That is so great. I am so happy. I, I, well, I'm so sad that at Starcast we didn't get to hang out. Well, I went by in passing, and I was like, "Oh my god!" I grabbed sad. her, and I was like, "Oh!" I think I hugged you twice. I was so excited <laughs> to finally. I've never met her in person, but we've talked, you know, a yeah. bunch of times. Right. So I was so happy to finally meet you. And hopefully, if if we do something else, we can get a drink or be able oh, to just heck yeah. hang I got out. I was
2: so sick after I left Starcast yeah you got um you had a I fever upper respiratory infection whatever the hell it was 104 temp for a couple oh of days. wow and then i went to the emergency room and i was down for 12 days poor so thing. somebody had the freaking plague there and i want i'm coming for you
1: you got ebola
2: <laughs> oh my god you got horrible. something
1: going did you uh hand sanitize did you I-
2: I do, but you know, the, <sighs> meh, there's some
1: nastiness going on. Uh, you know, you do what you can. Um, mm-hmm. but it, uh, but I was, I was so happy to meet you. So, uh, and you I, as well.
2: And you, as yes, get well. the next star
1: cast. Uh, no, because my surgery is coming up. Remember, we talked about that a little bit the other day on the phone. And I um, wish you the best
2: in that. Thank you, Help doll. Comes first. Absolutely. Yeah,
1: I, I do hope if they have it in Vegas. Next year. That's the one I'd like to do. I'd like to do no, a West they had coast They
2: Vegas, and I don't know if it, well, I think it was. Well, Texas. they had Chicago
1: twice already.
2: They're having it in Philly now,
1: they're having it in Baltimore.
2: Or Baltimore, that's what it Baltimore, is. Well, but I'm great. They have the best restaurants. Oh, yeah, but maybe
1: next Memorial Day, they'll do Vegas again. And that's the one I want to try and get on. So. Well,
2: and I will try too, and then we'll definitely have to do something.
1: Well, listen, you're in tighter than I am. So you need to pull some <laughs> strings and get me ass to Vegas because I want to go to Las Vegas.
2: Get all the peeps to Vegas. Hey. I want to do there. it. Just everybody, you can go to my website, Medusa.com, M-A-D-U-S-A.com. All, everything's up to date what's happening there, all the new merch, where I'm going to be, blah, blah, blah. Good. Yep. Good. And even the um, trailer on the Indiegogo. So please yes. go check that out. And if yes. you can't donate, that's cool. Just help spread the love and the word over in social media.
1: Absolutely. Well, honored to have you here. I love you. Look up oh, to you. I, I think you you're too, wonderful. Though. And you and- my
0: little birth. Oh, thank you, thank you.
1: <laughs> you have a new, that's your son. Now you can I'm call like Chad not. your son. Better do her
0: well. And I'm honored. I'm, your, I'm honored. your
1: older sister. I'm not your mother. I'm your older sister. <laughs> but um, thank you so much for being here. I'm sure we'll talk again. But good luck with you everything, will. and we will plug the hell out of your stuff. All and right. uh, God bless. Uh, I appreciate it. Thanks make guys. a million bucks with it, baby. Thanks, Melissa.
0: Appreciate it. Oh. And it was so cool to just have Medusa on. And I'd love to sit here again and watch as an observer because you two going back and forth is awesome because this is two different kind of segments of the business at that point. ECW, you guys were like on a different plane compared to what she was. Lundra Blaze was WWF to the bone. And then she went back into WCW. So it was kind of cool to see you guys talking it out. You were in two parallel universes at that point in the nineties.
1: Right. We were. And, um, like I said, she, she was in the business before me. So I, you know, I looked up to her so much, um, and never really met her. You know, I just knew what I heard and, um, Got to know her a little bit last year when I first joined Twitter because she was one of the first people to follow me, and I followed her right back, and then she was like, hey, you want to do my podcast? And I was like, sure, and we got to talking a little bit that way, um, and I got to know the real person right. aside from the character because you know she's this scary girl who just beats everybody up, and people say scary. the same thing. She, they say the same about me. I'm, I'm just this bitch and I'm not a nice person. So, I mean, I'm in the business. I get it's a character, but it's so nice to get to know the person. And, um, I've gotten to know her a little bit and God, I respect the hell out of her. And I hope this project really works out because it's, it's a really, really deep story. And I think fans will be intrigued by it. So, um, help uh, happy to help her out. And, uh, Gosh, everybody retweet it, re, you know. Yeah, you we'll share it, it, absolutely.
0: And, yeah. Hey, what did you think about what she said with Sherry?
1: Oh, from the beginning part? Yeah. Oh, I, that shocked me a little bit. Yeah. But I, I, you know, I I took it like maybe Sherry was a little bit jealous of her coming in, and right. here she is, like, this sexy girl, but she can work. So that's kind of a threat. Yeah. Um. You know, all of us might have had a little jealousy for the other people but like i really i didn't really show it i don't think like i would never think of you know slamming Beulah's fingers in a door or trying (laughs) trying to hurt her like i've never hurt anybody on purpose you know what i mean like to me i don't know i i kind of feel like that's like just a little unprofessional because we have each other's lives in, in, in our hands and we're, you know, we're supposed to take care of each other out
0: there. Right, so right. if
1: you're hurting her in the back, what are you going to do to her in the ring? <laughs> like yeah, the, the door scary... thing was,
0: That was insane.
1: It's scary. I mean, we don't on it. We don't have Sherry here to defend herself. You know what I mean? But we're just listening to one side of the story, but that's kind of heavy.
0: <laughs> you know why so... I find it to be kind of like just intriguing because of the fact if you go a few years down the road so that's like 86 87 when Medusa's breaking in you go to like 91 92 93 when Sherry they kind of changed her up a little bit and she went from wearing gowns and you know wrestling singlets to I don't know if you remember what she was wearing when she was with Shawn Michaels <laughs> that Oh yeah was, I do I mean that was the first person in that era that was wearing fishnets and you see her butt and they you see her the up. Yeah and that's what <laughs> I think it's kind of ironic isn't it that a couple years later you know, she had to do what she had to do to keep her spot. And look at what it did for her going past, you know, 92 on. That's where that became Sherry. I think she was the uh, the basis of a lot of little boys' first, you know, memories. Is yeah. Some of those have, outfits.
1: <laughs> you have to adapt with the times and the times, they are changing. Yeah, uh, <laughs> you just have to go with it and, you know, see what works. And um, sometimes you might not want to do something, but it's necessary. So, um yeah, her opinion changed quick, especially when you, you're told by the office do this and <laughs> yeah. you have to do it. Um, but yeah, a lot of interesting stories were told today. So um, I'm so happy we had her on. I'm very yeah, clear.
0: very cool. I was very, uh, I was very happy to see that because you know, and on our airwaves, we've never had Medusa on. So that's two boxes we or- checked off. That's another first, Medusa. I I
1: I bring uh I bring the noise here. Yeah, but you're setting
0: the bar really really high now, so I I know is is, is it going to
1: go downhill from here? I don't (laughs) know. No, no. (laughs) I hope not. Um, yeah, I'm just trying. You know, I'm reaching out to people, and and the response has been great. Yeah, and um, I'm super happy about it.
0: That was so, very cool. Um, All right. Well, I'll yeah. throw it here. I, I know you loved it the last week when I did it. I'm going to throw it at you again. Let me throw a little pixie dust so, your way, so. and let's see what's going on in the the wonderful so. world of Disney.
1: Okay. So, um, and dummy me, I'm waiting for the sound effect.
0: No, sorry. Sound effects in <laughs> post. Sorry about that. Later. But yeah. watch, watch. Anytime I do this, watch. It does it. It'll make the noise. Ready? One, two, three. See? It did it again. <laughs> that was,
1: okay. All right. So, this week, I focused on Magic Kingdoms. Magic Kingdom is my kids' favorite park out of the four. Um, It caters to the younger kids. They have so many rides, uh, so much to do in Magic Kingdom. There's like a million updates going on. Um, The first one doesn't have to do with me. I figured I'd just mention it for the people who do drive their own cars. They are like doing the whole parking lot over Again, they, I guess they're making uh, more spaces. Um, there's walls up everywhere. Um, the parking lot is so big. They said you can literally fit Magic Kingdom inside the parking lot.
0: Um,
1: <laughs> yeah, it's, it's so big now. But the construction is crazy. They're, it's like mazes. It's like you're like a mouse going through a maze, trying to get from the parking lot to the front of Magic Kingdom. Uh, But they're trying to accommodate more people. Um, So that is being... um, uh, Construction is everywhere. It's it's adding. And um, so if you're driving, expect a very long walk to the front of the park. Um, The front of the park, if you ever look down before you enter the Magic Kingdom you will see uh the bricks that have everybody's names in them did you ever notice that
0: yes i have absolutely
1: they're getting rid of them
0: oh yeah
1: i i I feel sad about i never purchased one right um they go back years and years and years uh but they are rebricking everything so they're starting to tear up the front of the park yeah
0: so they're giving those bricks to the people
1: uh, they didn't say, I would, something. I would think not because,
0: sucks. <laughs> well,
1: I mean, think about it. If you purchased the brick, like when they first started and then yeah, you're deceased, like how do you give that brick to somebody? Well, it's hard to point. find all these people. Uh, but yeah, I think it's kind of, it, they'll find a you know, way
0: they're Disney. Wow. Well, I,
1: I, I I like it. I think it's a nice touch. And, and like, if I had bought one, I'd be kind of pissed off now. I'd be like, yeah. where's my brick? Mm-hmm. Um, but they're getting they're getting rid of all the names. They're rebricking the front. Um, as you go into the Magic Kingdom, you go towards Tomorrowland. There's that big arch uh, that says Tomorrowland. Whole new archway. Mm-hmm. They redid okay. it all. Still says Tomorrowland, but the construction is different on it. It's a lot cleaner, a um, lot more simple. They've also repainted it. You'll notice the walls used to be purple. Walls are more white with blue tints. Um, So they're changing the color scheme of uh, Tomorrowland. And uh, the Tron construction now has two cranes up. So they're working on the outside of the building, which is called the show building. And they're putting up walls right now. So... After the walls are up, they're going to start the tracking. Uh, I think still 2021 opening date, but it's moving. So um, I actually watched a video of the Tron ride the other night and I had very bad anxiety.
0: Really? Interesting. <laughs> so you even get it from watching it too? You're just checking oh, it yeah. out. Via, wow. Okay.
1: Yeah, I do. Because I know when I get on it, I'm going to have a panic attack.
0: Ah, oh, okay. Gotcha.
1: And so watching it, like I like to watch the ride so I know what to expect. The difference with this compared to the other coasters is you are sitting like you're on a motorcycle. So you're sitting hunched over. Like right. when you're riding the Banshee at, um, at an avatar on the avatar ride, you're hunched over like this. You're on the roller coaster like this. So you're sit, and that's how you maneuver. Okay. But usually you have a lap bar in front of you. You can hold on. You're safe. Well, now you're like this. So you're, my head is like this, and all I'm saying is track.
0: Oh, okay, yeah, that's a little, okay. That's I, very, uh, <laughs> it's very intimidating.
1: <laughs> yes. All right. And I, I can
0: get on board with that one.
1: I've watched the video several times, and uh, I'm probably going to try it, but I think I'm going to have a nervous breakdown before I ride this ride. Uh, It looks cool as hell. I think it's going to be awesome. It's just I'm nervous about it. Um, But they are working on that. So that's coming along nicely. Uh, The Astro Orbiter, I don't ride this one. Have you? you know what I'm talking about? right? I know what people-
0: you're talking about. I No, I don't think I've kay. been on it. It's
1: right near the People Mover. It's it's in like 30 feet in the air. Yeah, it's, I, it, I know it's what it is. Yeah. I'm, I'm explaining yeah. to the fans, Chad. I, I'm
0: just saying, you asked me, and I'm not my, I said no. Yes. You made me think of it.
1: Yeah. All right, so continue, please. That is down. Jeez. They do not know when it's going to come back up. So if you're a fan of that and you're headed to Disney, you don't get to ride that one. Um no soup for you. Uh, No soup for you. In (laughs) Fantasyland, the breezeway crossing over is finally open. They've stretched it. Lots more room for people to get in and out. So that's a nice feature. Um, There's also no more smoking in the parks, which I love because certain breezeways you walk through and that would be the designated smoking area. And I just think it's a horrible thing for children to have to walk through clouds of smoke. I don't like walking through it. I don't want my kids to walk through it. So now nice, clean air a wider breezeway to walk through and the craziest thing the castle has christmas lights on it wow they are not turned on but they are there is a crane and they are starting to put the lights up for christmas as the halloween decorations are up and they're yeah. having a halloween party so um Wonderful. lots of uh lots of stuff going on in disney right now um the crowd's from what I have seen are not that bad, but I think on the nights where they are having the, um, the Halloween parties, people probably don't want to spend money on a ticket because you have to leave at a certain time for the party to start. That's what I'm thinking. So uh, yeah, right now, if you're there, crowds are kind of down. If you want to head over to the Magic Kingdom, but you will have to leave, I forget if it's six o'clock or whatever, cause then the Halloween party starts.
0: Okay. So but, the crowds um, are down, and they're actually just coming off a horrible uh, little hurricane season. So yeah,
1: this yeah. was uh,
0: this was the time to try to sneak in there. If anything,
1: <laughs> it's usually really crowded. I mean, this time, like I, you know, the videos I've watched, all the vloggers are like, "Yeah, there's nobody here," and they're showing everything. And it's uh, like, um, what was the ride? One of the rides was a five minute wait. Uh, I know Peter Pan was like forty five minutes, but Peter Pan's usually over an hour. Right. Uh, but all the ride times were low um and this was this was a vlogger i think it was yesterday that he recorded and he put it up today so um i don't know if you're down there i think you're getting a good week i really do do
0: do you have a vlog of choice because i know there's a lot but is there one that you like to uh go to as like your main that's the best Uh, one
1: um i watch a lot of disney vlogs um one of my favorites is the tim tracker have you ever
0: no I don't know heard of one.
1: him it's him and his wife uh, it's cute because his wife they're expecting their first child uh, but they do they do like a lot of food reviews okay and um, he's really thorough and he's he's good with walking around the park and showing you what's new what's what's like every he'll pinpoint every little thing out for you he'll go in he'll show you new merchandise. Uh, he'll tell you the prices when he eats the food. He'll tell you how much everything costs. Like he's very, very thorough. Um, I've just been watching him for so long. I kind of feel like I'm connected to him and his wife. I want to see the baby. I like, I, I, I'm invested in him and his, uh, his family. So he's a very good vlogger. Um, nice. There's a lot of them out there though, but um, I, my notifications will pop up and it's either Disney or or uh, slot machines.
0: <laughs>
1: that's that's what I watch on YouTube. So,
0: do you know what you say when a new uh, alert pops up? You know what you say? No. Jackpot. Say? Jackpot. Jack.
1: Jackpot. Jackpot. <laughs> yeah, that's something I had not had in in quite a long time. Oh, I'm due. Gosh. I'm due, man. But I don't go. I haven't been to a casino in a very long time.
0: Uh, hopefully, uh, yeah. maybe maybe soon. Hey, Vegas, Starcast, maybe. Uh, Star- Book me. Is there Let's anyone go. out there? What's who going on here? Play? Now we got a podcast. Come on, get we'll get on your your horse here, you, people. Let's go. You
1: need to get it together. It's you. No, I'm pointing at you. You're the one. Yes, the you. Behind me. No, I'm I'm looking <laughs> at that 37 year old kid right there. Oh
0: my god! Hey, I'm technically still 30. Well, well, okay, no.
1: No, it's Monday. Maybe not
0: Monday. Oh crap! I'm 37 now. Monday?
1: <laughs> you said your birthday.
0: Sunday, yeah, Sunday yeah, the twenty second. So this is Monday the twenty third. So oh, I forgot. Now I'm old.
1: You're thirty seven <laughs> and one day. Ah, uh, say.
0: How do, how do I look? Do I look all right?
1: Not a day over forty. I mean, look at look
0: at, the, look at the look at the. I got the whites going on here. You, you got
1: looking? per. It's perfect. You look great. Don't oh, don't stress. No, don't terrible. stress.
0: I'm an old man. It's you way, well way past my prime. It's a listen, young man's game.
1: I <laughs> uh, hey, look at me. Where where is all this coming from?
0: No, you guys. No, you guys are timeless. No, I, I don't. I don't want to hear it. Stop.
1: BCW <laughs> is timeless. We just live forever. We are across the comment,
0: wall. Every comment. I the, wall. <laughs> the best is when you and Shane do your dual photo ops, and people start posting pictures. Everybody says you two look exactly the same. Aww. You know, you guys don't look like you've aged, and that's what's <laughs> cool about the when you do see Francine and Shane come into town together. Big, huge perk, especially what happened when you guys were in North Carolina. The people were hanging from the rafters because, uh, you two together, you still look great. Still, uh, the, uh, the head cheerleader in the franchise.
1: Oh my goodness. Yeah. We're, we're, <laughs> we try and, and we're a little out of time right now, but we're going to talk about, um, that show on the next podcast. Yes. Cause I want to tell you everything that happened and what went on. Um, but it's always a good time when Shane and I are together and, uh. Thanks again to um, masters of the ring one. Maybe there'll be a two. Maybe, maybe we'll be be invited back. So we'll see what happens.
0: Maybe. But before we, uh, before we wrap it up, just want to give everybody a heads up as to what's going on here in the, uh, the two man power trip of wrestling world. This past Friday, we had a huge episode with, uh, Glenn Jacobs, the mayor of Knox County, Tennessee, otherwise known as Kane. Otherwise,
1: excuse me, otherwise known as the 24-7 champion. That's right. Well, that That's
0: was right. the funny thing. He and I had been talking for a couple of weeks just to get it all lined up. He's been on the show a few times. He and I are, we have a mutual friend that put us in touch. And um, we just so happened to have the interview scheduled for last week. And then lo and behold, here he comes on Monday night. <laughs> so awesome. He's all over the show. He's winning the 24-7 championship as Glenn Jacobs. And then as Kane later in the night the guy takes over and uh, closes the show uh, in a really big way. So uh, that was happening this past Friday. So you've downloaded that, you know, you, you know exactly what I'm talking about. If you haven't check it out, cause he gives you a little bit, uh, some backstage, a uh, little look behind the scenes, you know, kind of telling you what was going on when he uh, saw that WWE was coming to town there for uh, his neck of the woods in, uh, in Knoxville. And then of course, obviously on the brand, we have the uh, the triple threat podcast with the franchise, Uh, had a pretty big show. We actually talked about the 50 years of funk Francine. Oh, I like that. Yeah. It happened 22 years ago last week. So we were able to look back at the 50 years of funk, a great show.
1: Wow. That sounds good. Yeah. Definitely. Listen to that. If you, uh, after you listen to me. After you
0: listen to Eyes Up Here. So we're (laughs) going to wrap it up here nice. Uh, If you haven't had a chance, please check out the Patreon page. It's patreon.com slash Francine Podcast. We've got a couple tiers of perks, which include the video of this show. So we give you an unedited backstage video starting from when I hit the record button through when I will end it. So uh, it's a really cool perk. But Francine, you know, you tell us a little bit more about it, and then I'll let you close the show out.
1: I think we are the only podcast that gives the fans a chance to join us, and be on with us, and have a segment of your own, and that's one of the tiers. I don't think anybody else has ever offered this.
0: No, I don't. So nobody I know.
1: Your fan, uh, your fans, your friends will be in awe of you if you sign up on Patreon. Um, yeah, you get about twenty minutes. You get your own segment you know once a month on the podcast I think that's tremendous if you have and you could talk about whatever you want you know except for porn I, I don't want to talk yeah, about, want your, about your that. porn habits but you know and anything you want to talk about th- it's something unique uh i think it's just a brilliant idea and I'll put myself over for thinking about
0: it. person who thought about it did uh, really, i it did a great job i but,
1: did i i did but um yeah th- just check out the patreon um it's a lot of fun we're still you know experimenting with things and we're getting the ball rolling here but um man i'm having a good time
0: that's awesome
1: i am having a good time but i'm um, glad very glad yeah so far so good so just uh thanks again to everybody for uh watching this episode thank you again to Medusa i love you dearly and uh god bless everybody that's a wrap
0: this podcast was a presentation of the two man power trip of wrestling's podcast empire